0: What's up, my friends? Matt here. This is the Matt Prince Podcast brought to you by StrengthcoachSecrets.com and Royal Fitness. Today we're going to go through a free-flowing discussion about the advice that people give others. Right. So it could be, let's let's call this podcast topic the worst advice, right? So there was a guy I was chatting to last week and he trained, it was at the strongman comp. This guy's set up. He's going to squat 300 kilos in a few weeks. He reckons he squatted 280 uh, a couple of weeks back. Went in the strongman comp as part of his pilot, training and he trains under Tyson Morrissey from strong Geelong. And Tyson's, uh, Tyson's gym is very strong and definitely the strongest gym in Geelong. Uh, they focus a lot on strongman and powerlifting. Um, this guy was a big boy. He was in the, in the heavyweights in strongman and um, he yeah he set to squat 300 kilos and really nice guy you know we we hit it off it was awesome to chat to him um but he was talking about how he first got into training he was at the age of 34 i believe he said and uh and i said oh so what'd you do he's like oh we went to a local gym just like a standard commercial gym like 24 7 sort of set up and uh we had a trainer there and he was helping us out and um you know, he goes, we lost some weight, you know, he got, got moving and stuff like that. But I just didn't really, didn't really like it. I could tell he sort of didn't really know what he was doing. And I was like, huh, all right. So what'd you do? He's like, oh, then we went and tried CrossFit. So we got into CrossFit for a while, but, you know, CrossFit, but he goes, I loved it, but it kind of wasn't for me. So I ended up in uh, going to Strong Geelong and getting into powerlifting and, and Strongman, because that's the sort of stuff that he liked from CrossFit was the, the heavy stuff, like the strength side of stuff. So yeah, that makes sense. That happens to a lot of people. A lot of people go um, similar uh, sort of route, especially if they don't like the cardio side of CrossFit, they might more so be leaning towards a lifting weight aspect. And that sounds like that's what this guy did. But the thing that was interesting to me was like, he sort of, not, I don't know I'd call it slagging or, or putting down the, tra- the first trainer that he had, but he sort of said like, he didn't really know what he was doing. And, you know, he's a bit, you know, Bit all over the shop and all this sort of stuff and I was, I was thinking back to when I was uh, when I was first starting training like I was seventeen when I graduated my certificate three um, and by eighteen I was a personal trainer fully qualified right and you go through the course and they teach you everything and and the way they set it up is like you 're a master trainer I was actually my title after graduating my PT course was executive master trainer because I had a business uh a business diploma as well and small business so three or four or something like that. Like, so I was an executive master trainer was my title. So I'm walking around, I got business cards saying Matthew Prince or Matt Prince, um, executive master trainer. I'm a fucking badass. like come and train with me and get me first client. Um, Julia who shout out to Julia. If she listens to the podcast, probably swear too much for Julia to listen to the podcast, but, uh, um, loved training Julia. She still trains with us now. You know, it's always good to see her face in the gym, um, but she was my first ever client. And I remember the first session that, that we had, and um, you know, Julia at the time was probably, uh, I'm not actually going to say her age, but she was older than I am, and uh, she rolls in, and she had a three-pack PT deal package thing with me. Um, you know, it might have been like three for $100 or something like that. It was part of a promotion that they were doing to get more personal training happening in the gym. And, uh, and I was her trainer. Like, it just worked out that my time suited with her time. So I was the guy to take her through it. And I remember the first session I made her skew, right? And like, it was probably within 20 minutes I made her throw up. And I look back at it, I'm like, fuck, I was an idiot. Fuck, I was an idiot. She came back. I don't know why she came back, but I appreciate that she did. She kept coming back. She still comes back today. So like coming on 11 years. But, the, you know, the, the funny thing when he was talking about, or this bloke was talking about the the trainer not knowing anything, I didn't either, right? I didn't either, and that's not a real problem. I don't, I don't think that's a bad thing. The the, the, the issues come about when you don't know anything, but you think you know everything, right? When you you, you don't know anything, or you, you're new to something, but you don't seek out further information, you don't delve deep into it, you don't become a student of the game, so to speak. So, I think that's where the problem comes like it's not that this this kid doesn't know much about personal training or fitness or whatever. The issue I would have with this guy if if you know if this is where he's at I don't know where he's at, my issue would be if he's not willing to learn, not willing to grow that's where it's an issue that's where it's a, you know I'd say the duty of care isn't there but that is no different guys like if you think about how. You know, I'm talking in the fitness world and trainers world. Like he's got to learn. something. he's got to, it's every single job. Like you're going to start off shit and then you get better. Right. That's okay. And if you go into things with a beginner's mindset and like, especially if you have a good mentor or you have a good learning process behind you, you can grow very, very quickly and you can expand into a very great master of that craft right? And that's, that's a good thing. That is a really good thing, right? Now, if we take another step back with different advice, like while oh, we're well, on the sort of the advice t- topic of your worst advice, if somebody was to give you, um, let's say, let's look, look at the share market, right? Finance world. So there's people who, are, who say, hey, look, you got to invest in real estate. There's people who say, hey, you got to invest in shares. There's people who say, hey, you got to save your money, don't invest, like put it in the bank. Interest money in the bank, like that's that's going to make you money, and you can live off the interest and all this sort of stuff. You got to put money in your super. Is another one. You got to you got to put money back into your business, right? You got to start your own business. You got to sell stuff on the side. You have to, you know, fuck all of that. Just get a job and work eighty hours and do heaps of overtime because that's where you make your money, right? And then people are like, oh yeah, but you you know I don't want to pay too much tax. And then somebody will say, hey look, you got to have write offs, man have write-offs. So they tell you to go out and buy a really expensive car and rent a really expensive building and you know have all these expenses and have you know buy all these tools or buy all these pieces of equipment. So your your tax bill's less. Now (laughs) I'm not I won't touch base on any of those topics right now because it's uh it's a podcast for another day. But all of those advice Advices, as Arnold would say, the great Arnold Schwarzenegger, he always says advices. All of those advices essentially are right at the time in the person's eyes who gives it, right? Like if somebody come to me and said, Matt, nah, you've got, you know, you're paying too much tax, you know, you, you, gotta, you gotta go out and get a new car, and you have to employ seven other people and do all this stuff, you gotta stop, you gotta spend more to save money on tax. See, they say that to me and I hear it, right? Now, if I start doing those things that they say and it backfires, that's my fault, not theirs, right? They're giving me their best advice, right? If I go to my accountant, my accountant's a little bit different. He's like, Matty, you got it set up nicely. You don't have big overheads. You don't you don't pay anything on your car anymore. You've paid that off. Like you're doing good there. You know, just keep going the way it is. Don't try and increase in expenses. Just keep paying the tax. And he's like, and I, okay, cool. Why? And he, he tells me why. He's like, because you know, spending money, you're actually losing money as well. And if you don't need the thing, it's just a waste. You're better off putting that money into something else. And uh, so I listen to my accountant. But same deal, right? I, I can only hear what he's saying now because of the education and growth that I've had. Right? Years ago, people would say, you know, spend more to save on tax. And that's what I thought needed to happen, so I did that, right? Fast forward to 2000 and not 2020, it's like, that changed for me. Maybe five years ago, I got some financial education and it was like, fuck, that's a terrible idea. Right, that's a that's, that's a horrible idea. You don't. I don't want to do that. Right, I don't want to do that. So now, when my accountant says these things, I'm, I'm on his side. I'm like, yeah, good idea, man. Like, that's fine. But same deal. That accountant's giving me his best knowledge based around his belief system. Okay, one person's got a belief system if they don't want to pay tax. So they'd rather spend all of their money, including the money that they've made as profit. They'd rather spend all of that and pay a little bit less tax, like still pay 70, 70% of everything that they've fucking had to you know, buy. It's not like you, you write stuff off on tax and it's like free things. You still have to pay for it, but you save 30% of the tax back, right? Of the the total. It, it's again, podcast for another day. But some people hate tax that's their story that's their belief system they're like no i'm gonna gonna spend everything i can so the government doesn't get any of my money right Count man he goes matty try to spend as little as possible so you've got more money in your pocket and just pay the tax because you're going to be better off anyway and you know that's his belief system and there's 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 wisdom in both right but it depends on how you look at it so where we look at it from another point of view, say, say the share market. I, I don't know, if I brought this up before. I'm, I'm sort of running in tangents. I'm too caffeinated right now. But we had uh, the share market. Say, if somebody told you to put money in the share market, let's say they said, "Oh, put 20 grand in the share market or 10 grand in the share market," right? And this is five weeks ago. They said All right, five weeks ago, put money in the share market. Five weeks before that, so 10 weeks ago, they put their money in the share market. They put $10,000 in and it was up to 12 and a half grand. They're absolutely killing it. They're happy, but the share market's rising. They're happy, happy, happy. Everyone's winning, right? Yeah, man, this is working so good. Like I put in 10, I've already got two and a half back. That's like, you know, 25% increase, like it's, it's awesome, man. I'm doing really, really well, you should do it too. So five weeks later, you do it, you put your 10 grand in the share market, the next fucking day, some poor bastard in China gets coronavirus and then the share market drops and consistently drops for like three or four weeks, right? So you lose, you know, you might lose 70% of that, right? Might, your 10 grand might've gone down to 3,000 depending on what shares you put in. So you've got three grand left, now whose fault's that right like the person who who has lost the seven thousand, they will generally blame the other guy right the 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 advisor you're a fucking idiot man look what you've made me do like i've lost all my money Rah, rah 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 you know um and the other guy he'd already made his two and a half grand and he was pumped he lost money too in that downturn too so like he obviously thought it was the right idea, the share market was the right idea. You know, long term, if they keep it in, it won't affect them at all. But I'm just looking at it from, a, from a, you know, an example point of view. When you start to go, all right, cool. It's, I took that advice, I put it in, it didn't work. Right? Whose fault's that? It's your fault, right? It's your fault. You need to get smarter and more educated on what's going on. The coronavirus, granted, you don't know coronavirus is gonna pop up, right? It's, it's, it is what it is, but you can't go around blaming other people. You just have to learn from it for the next time, right? It might be, shares might not be for you. They might be too, like, stressful, right? If, you, if you're too worried about losing it, maybe it, you shouldn't have put it in in the first place, and that might be a lesson moving forwards, right? So my point being is you've got two sides of the fence. You've got the advisor who always thinks that they're giving the right advice, but that's only advice based off where they're currently at now, what education they've got, what you know, um, experiences they've got, what uh, knowledge on the subject matter they have, like what um, results they've produced. You're going to listen to them. Right? They're doing everything they can, including me. Like when people ask me something, I'm talking from my experience and my knowledge. Like, is it perfect? Probably not, right? No one is, right? Like me in 10 years time, I'm going to be way smarter than what I am now guarantee it. And the way I know that is if I look back 10 years ago, I'm a million times smarter than what I was back then. Right. And I, I hope to keep that trend rolling forward. So I hope you do the exact same thing. Anyway, hope that makes a little bit of sense conceptual wise. Now, when we start to apply all of this, when we start to wrap it up in a little bow and think about how we can um, utilize this message in our lives there's there's two parts to it. Essentially, it boils down to two parts. Part number one: If you ask somebody for advice, know that they're giving you their best advice. They're trying the best they can with what they've got. Just understand that. That includes your parents. That includes your family, your friends. You know, advisors, uh, mentors, your peers. Every single person who you learn from. Right? That's that's how it works. It's it's. They're doing the best they can with what they've got now. Part number two to that is what you do with their advice is now on you. It doesn't affect them. If they give you advice and you don't utilize it, you know, and and if you win or you lose, doesn't matter. It doesn't affect them. Right. If you take their advice and it's shit, and again, they've done the best they can, the knowledge they've got. You take their advice in, it's shit, it fails, it backfires. That's only going to affect you. Right. If you take their advice and try and tweak it a little bit and and you know, learn like study it more and be like, oh fuck, that's a great idea. Like that idea of, you know, strength really good for your body, that's a really good idea, man. I'm gonna go and roll with that. So you start doing all this research on it. Build your knowledge, build your, uh, your, your you know your skill set, your knowledge up to a level where you can make a decision based off you know a further reading. That's a fantastic way to approach all of this, and that's the point of this whole podcast. It's like learn and grow, listen to others, but don't hold it against them if if they're wrong, because in five years' time, they'll know they're wrong. They would have grown, right? They would have grown. So, guys. My question to you is a very, very simple one. What advice have you given previously? Might've been very recently or it might've been ages ago. What advice have you given previously that is absolute horse shit now when you look back at it from the future? Right? What, what piece of advice is that? Part two to that advice, guys, is what did you learn along the way to make you realize that it is horse shit, right? If you can work those two pieces out, guys, what advice you've given and what you learned from, you know, in the last five years since you gave it, if you can work out those two pieces, you can repeat that process again and again and again. So in five years' time, you're better. In ten years' time, you're significantly better, and you just keep getting better. Right? And that's all this podcast about. That's what all of this stuff's about. I think it's a a I think it's a roller coaster journey. Um, and we have to be gentle with ourselves and be okay to fail and give wrong advice and, and you know say the wrong thing sometimes. Um, as long as we can grow and learn from it, we'll be okay. Anyway, that's all I've got for you today. I hope that helps out in some way. If you have any questions, please feel free to hit us up on Instagram or Facebook, and I will do my best to help you out. If you have anybody who's interested in training or you're interested in training, hit us up. You can check out royalfitness.com and you can sign up through that, or you can. Uh, go on any of the Facebook posts, Instagram posts, and you'll you'll see links, and that they'll direct you in the right direction. All right, that's all I've got for you today. I hope you have a great one. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.